Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard.
uh, go according to your spirit from the beginning to the end. Amen. And now we will have our Bible reading, which is taken from Psalms 78, and we shall begin to read.
read from verse 28, 1 to 10. And it reads as thus, Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he hath done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel. He commanded our father to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the, the children which should be born, who should rise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law. Thus ends the Bible reading in English, and we shall continue into the Cook Islands uh, Māori. Ko tūtua tōko waa i te māseri, ka akakiteau i te tūtua pikipiki taitora. O tā tātou i akarongo e kua kitea, e kua akakite mai tō tātou eimetua ki a tātou. Kāra te reira e uuna ia e tātou i tā rātou au tamariki. Ka akakite rā tātou ki te taiuki atu, i te akametake anga ia Jehova e tōna mana e te anga-anga takake i rawe ia e iara. Ko tūko mai e ia... I te tūtua akakite nā Jehova, e kua ākono i te ture, e kua ākono i te ture nā Isaraera, tāna i akawe mai i tō tātou eimetua. Ke akakite atu rātou ki tā rātou au tamariki. Ke kite te uki i pauatu, te au tamariki e ānau mai, ke tū ki runga, e ke akakite atu rātou ki tā rātou ar tamariki. Ki a kariro rātou i te atua e irinaki anga nō rātou, au raka e akangoropoina i tā te atua ara au anga-anga, e ākono rā rātou i tāna ara au akaui anga. E au raka rātou ki a kite i tō rātou ra eimetua, e yuki maro kitakita e te mea mea au. E yuki kāri i ākono kono i tō rātou ngākau, e kāri tō rātou wairua i tikatukai i te atua. Te au tamariki a Ephraima, E aronga toa e te taongara o te iki maira te tua i te rā tamakira. Kā re rā i ākono i korerumotu a te atua. Kā re kera i tika i a rātou ki a aire i tānara ture. Kā wao tātou ki kone i te akarongoanga e te taongara i te tūtua tika nā te atua. Nā nā rai e kamaru iru i mai e oronga mai i te 
te mara mara maanga no runga tahana tūtuateka ki rana e ki manuia.
And that was a beautiful number indeed, the saving blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now we've come to the most important part of our Pastors Hour program, none other than to hear the word of God brought to you by our own dear pastor. And so I'm handing the floor over to Pastor Dermona Tawira. Sir, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everyone be blessed. Praise the Lord. Greetings, everybody, in the beautiful, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. We welcome you all to our radio program this morning and truly appreciate you all for joining us this morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful day. Uh, we give God the thanks, the praise, and the glory uh, for the abundance of his love, mercy, and grace over all of our lives. Uh, we give God the praise and the glory for giving us the gift of life today. Uh, we don't take life for granted. I um, in every waking moment of our lives, we give glory and honor to God because it's a gift, it's a privilege to be alive. Um, so honor God for that. And uh, thankful to God for uh, his blessings throughout this whole week in protecting, keeping us so safe. And as we navigate ourselves through the process of uh, this ongoing pandemic, uh, we want to give God the honor for his protection over our lives and um, so welcome everybody in the beautiful name of jesus christ um truly happy to have you all this morning um we have a, a beautiful daily bread this morning that was read uh, to us all this morning in psalm 78 verse 1 to verse 8 but i'll uh, choose verse 4 as a key verse for all of us 
a little bit off from uh, our daily bread this morning. And then I'll just add it a bit more to that. Verse 4, we will tell the next generation the praiseworthy uh, works of the Lord, his power and the wonders that he has done. He says again, we will tell the next generation, we will preach, we will teach, we will remind the next generation uh, the praiseworthy works and deeds of our Lord uh, Jesus Christ, his power and the wonders that he has done uh, for all of us. Now, a little bit from our daily bread this morning, our daily bread reads decorated blue and white ceramic towels. It's commonly found in Dutch households. They were originally made in the city of uh, Delft. They often depict familiar scenes uh, of the Netherlands, beautiful landscapes, you know, the windmills and people working and playing and nature itself. But in the 19th century, Charles Dickens wrote in his book, A Christmas Carol, how these tiles were used to illustrate the scriptures, the word of God. He described an old fireplace built by a Dutchman paved with these quaint doubt tiles. These were Cain's and Abel's, Pharaoh's uh, daughters, the Queen of Sheba, the apostles of Jesus Christ, putting off to sea. Many household names were used on these tiles from scripture. As a teaching tool uh, to the family and for the family, as the family gather around the warmth of a fire and share the stories of the Bible. They learned about God's character, his justice, his compassion, and his mercy. Now, loved ones, the truths of the Bible continue to be relevant for all of us today. I believe that totally in my heart. Psalm 78 encourages us to teach the hidden lessons from our past, the stories we have heard and the stories that we have known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. It goes on to instruct us to tell the next generation the wonderful praiseworthy deeds of our Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. And they in turn tell their children and their children's children. With God's help, we can find creative and effective ways to illustrate the truth of scripture to each generation as we strive to give God the full honor and praise that he deserves. Now in Psalm 78, loved ones, in the opening verses of Psalm 78, Psalm 78 identified it as a wisdom psalm. The psalmist invites hearers to listen to his wise teaching described as hidden things in verse 2. However, they are nevertheless heard and known in verse 3 due to both God's revelation and the people's ancestors passing down that revelation to their children. The psalm as a whole urges its hearers to be faithful in passing on wisdom Recounting Israel's story as a parable applicable to all. Each generation has a responsibility to pass on both the story of God's revelation and mighty acts of redemption as well. As the ways in which their ancestors failed to trust and follow God faithfully. So through the lens of Israel's story, 
God's people can grow in wisdom and trust, in turn, tell their children so that they may also put their trust in God. <clears throat> this reminds me of the story of Moses in Deuteronomy, the whole book of Deuteronomy. As we understand, when we read in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses had brought the people of Israel out of the uh, wilderness uh, through the Red Sea and continued for 40 odd years. Now they are at the border about to enter into the promised land that God has promised them. So at this point of time then, as we all know that Moses wasn't able to get into the promised land, Joshua took over from him and Caleb and led God's people over into the promised land. But Moses is here at the edge of the wilderness and looking into the promised land. So he left some messages to the people of Israel. In fact, three letters of farewell from Deuteronomy 1 to 4. Moses talked about uh, the past, reviewing how God was merciful and powerful and grace, uh, full of grace to his people from Egypt through the wilderness, through the Red Sea, and continued on thereon uh, in their journey onto the promised land. So chapter 1 to chapter 4, a review of the past. From, from chapter 5 to 26, um, Moses, the second letter, was regulating uh, the present tense in terms of the generation at the time that he was speaking to and addressing to because the old generation had died. Those who came out of Egypt into the wilderness, they all died. So this is the new generation that is about to enter into the promised land. So Moses is addressing them and uh, retelling the stories of the wonders and the miracles and the power and the grace of God in protecting them from Egypt through the wilderness. So he was retelling all these stories so that it sinks into the hearts of this new generation so that when they get into the promised land that they will never ever forget the goodness and the greatness of God Almighty. So Moses addressed this to them, a review of the past. Then chapter 5, to chapter 26, a regulation of the present, establishing them in the faith, reconnecting them back to their faith, reminding them of the Torah, the Ten Commandments, the statutes of God. Then 26 to 34 of Deuteronomy is readiness to go into the future, into their destiny. So Moses wrote all these three letters to the new generation that is about to get into the promised land. To get them ready for their destiny once they get into the promised land, that they know what their past is all about, the wonders and the greatness of God, and the wonders of the greatness of God in the present tense, and also what God will do to them to give them confidence. If God has done it in the past and done it right now, he will do it in the future. So he was instilling that confidence and that faith and trust and belief in them, this new generation, that God will never leave them comfortless, never abandon them. God will always be there with them. So we will tell the next generation in verse 4 of Psalms 78, the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done for all of our lives. I guess for all of us as Christians, as believers who love the Lord, who serve God, most particularly in the context of our current climate and environment right now of this ongoing, never-ending pandemic uh, that we have found ourselves in and the ongoing 
new variants that's appearing onto the scene, into the world, and into our lives. And it seems like it's never ending. And well, it, it looks like most likely there's another variant on the way itself. So within that context and the lockdowns and the mandates and the uncertainties and so forth, it is, it is appropriate and it is timely for us to remind ourselves of God's goodness in the past, of God's greatness in the past, and how God has um, led our lives, how God has navigated our lives, and most particularly through his word, the living word of God, from Genesis to Revelation, and uh, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit of God that was poured down out on the day of Pentecost that was that filled every believer and eventually to the point as the scripture says that once you have the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the Spirit of the Lord, it will lead you into all truth. So in saying that, it is important for all of us to be reminded that God never fails us. In this current climate, in this current situation that we're in, in the context of the pandemic, and that we are in, we need to be reminded of God's goodness and of God's greatness and God's mercy and, and God's unfailing love and protection over all of us. Because one of the ongoing issues that we find in our lives nowadays uh, is the spirit of fear and, um, and how that spirit uh, has taken root into our society, into our hearts, into our families, into our lives. And they're part and parcel because of what the mainstream media had done, social media has done, and the, most particularly um, around um, uh, the ongoing uh, magnifying of this one issue. And then it took the point you wake up every morning, it's COVID-19. You go to work, it's COVID-19. You finish work, it's COVID-19. You go to sleep, it's COVID-19. Every waking moment of your life, it's COVID-19. You read the papers, it's COVID-19. You open your social media platforms, it's COVID-19. You open the, 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 you listen to the radio, it's COVID-19. Open it. It's ongoing 24-7 conditioning of our minds and our hearts and our lives to the point that God is negated, that God is pushed out of our reckonings, of our reasonings, and uh, of our uh, uh, thinkings and, and persuasions in our hearts, that God eventually has no place in our decision-making. It has no place in regulating our feelings, in regulating our emotions, in regulating the way we think, the way we approach life, and, and how we need to strategize uh, to be successful uh, out of this situation. It seems like we are bombarded with this stuff. So it is appropriate that we are reminded this morning that the love of God never fails us. The mercy of God never fails us. The power of God never fails us. The prayer life never fails us. The wonders of God never fails us. It is important that we are reminded this morning so that our minds are refocused back again to the author and finisher of our faith, to the one who gives us peace, to the one who gives us love, to the one who gives us a sound mind, to the one who drives our fear out of our lives. God, Jesus, our Savior. So this is appropriate for all of us believers, for all of us Christians, that we need to be reminded of this, that God must always be sent of our lives. Everything else comes outside of God. So God must be first when we wake up in the morning. God must be second when we go to work. God must be third. God must be fourth. In everything that we do in our lives that occupies our consciousness, our persuasions, our hearts, our emotions, our feelings, even our faith, 
that we do not push God out, that when a new variant comes, that we still trust in God, we still put our faith in God, because if he had done it in the past, he will do it today, he will do it tomorrow. So never allow the fear of all of these variants, the fear of our society, the fear of the current climate, and the, and the fear uh, that's continually being pushed by mainstream media, being pushed by social media into our consciousness, into our, into our lives. We need to allow God to come back in to regulate our thinkings, our minds, and our hearts. Otherwise, we'll be drawn away from God. Otherwise, we will believe everything else that comes uh, from the world and, and, and think that there's no hope out of this situation. There is always hope when we put our trust in Jesus Christ. There is always hope when we allow God to be preeminent, be first in our lives. So this is an encouragement from the psalmist. We will tell the next generation. So we need to push this message of hope, of love and peace, fearlessness into our children so that when they go to school, when they go to work or to universities or whatever, that these um, spirits that's coming into our society won't overwhelm them so that they are consolidated firm on their foundation in their faith. But that comes to us parents, to us parents, that we need to tell our next generation, tell our children the praiseworthy deeds of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for all of our sins, that he was buried so that we may have life, that he rose a bit, up again from the dead so that we may have hope. And when once we centralize into that gospel of Jesus Christ, the fear of Omicron, the fear of Delta, the fear of COVID-19, the even to the point of coercing and bullying um, that we see often that comes into our lives, uh, that all of these things will disappear because God will never move you because you're founded on your faith. Your, your heart is consolidated in Jesus' word and the Holy Spirit leads you into all truth and that you are protected by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. So nothing moves you. Nothing causes fear in your spirit, in your heart. So the encouragement for all of us this morning from the psalmist, as much as they have done that in the Old Testament, as much as Moses have done it to the new generation moving into the promised land, we need to do all of that into our hearts, into our families, into our children, into our moms and dads, our grandpas and grandmas, everybody, the next generation. We need to remind them that God is the author and finisher of our faith, that God is our healer, our deliverer, God is our protector, that Jesus regulates our hearts, let the word of God regulate our mindset, our heart, our whole life, so that we are not drawn away by this wave of secularism coming in, of worldliness coming in, and trying to steal your love away for the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage you all on that note, loved ones, people of God, we will tell the next generation, the persuaded, worthy deeds of the Lord, His power, and the wonders that he has done. So I believe that we can navigate ourselves through this process, through this pandemic, through the current climate, when we trust Jesus Christ, firm on his word, stand on our ground, live the word, live the truth, and the truth will certainly set us free. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your living word this morning. I pray, Lord, for our nation. I pray for our peoples. I pray for all Christians, oh, Father that to remind ourselves of the praiseworthy deeds and wonders and power of God in the past, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, oh God, that he will perform the same today, he will perform the same tomorrow. Father, you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. So bless your people with that word today. 
Bless us all throughout today as we worship you, Jesus, our Savior, we pray. Amen. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.